0: Our health service is here for you this winter and we're taking every step to protect you from COVID-19. Our services are open and working, from routine appointments to urgent care. Remember to check your prescriptions and keep a list of your medicines handy. And look out for your Keeping Well This Winter booklet in the post. Visit hse.ie or call HSE Live on 1850 24 1850
1: for more information from the HSE. If you have a free travel card, did you know that you can use it on Expressway coach services all across Ireland? Travel from Cork City to Sligo Town, catch a flight from Dublin Airport, or visit the home of the Titanic. Adventure awaits! And with reclining leather seats and free Wi-Fi, getting there is half the fun. Where will you go? Hop on board or visit (laughs) expressway.ie
0: Apart from holding a new century, 1800 was a landmark year for Beethoven. In a remarkable five-hour-long concert in Vienna's Burgtheater, he premiered his first symphony, his septet, and played one of his two piano concertos. Significantly, though, afterwards he met Archduke Rudolf, who was to become one of his lifelong patrons, and to whom he dedicated his famous Archduke trio. I'm going to play the first two movements of Beethoven's Septet in E flat which I have to confess is one of my favourite Beethoven works. Was the first two movements of Beethoven's Septet in E flat, which was to become one of his most successful works in his lifetime. It was played by an ensemble led by clarinetist Joseph Baller. A reminder that you are listening to a Senior Times Classical Collection Beethoven special with me, John Lowe, in association with Naxos Music. Naxos Music have the world's largest collection of classical music recordings and the good news is that they are all at bargain price. For more information, visit naxos.co.uk. The early 1800s were a prolific period for Beethoven, and he composed numerous chamber works, string quartets, piano sonatas, not to mention his only opera, Fidelio, and his landmark symphony number no. 3, the Eroica, which turned symphonic writing on its head and called for huge orchestra and lasting nearly an hour. In fact, many of Haydn and Mozart's symphonies could have fitted into just one of its movements. In 1801, in a letter to a friend, Beethoven mentions his deafness for the first time. He admitted that his hearing had become worse in the last three years. The next summer he moved to Heiligenstadt, north of Vienna and he wrote his famous Will and Testament which has become known as the Heiligenstadt Testament and publicly acknowledges his deafness for the first time. By 1807 he had composed six of his nine symphonies, four piano concertos and his triple concerto for piano, violin and cello. Add to this a number of piano sonatas, string quartets other compositions and it can be seen that his output was impressive to say the least. One of his lesser-performed symphonies is number four in B flat. This is well worth checking out. This is the exhilarating final movement. That was the final movement of Beethoven's Symphony No. 4 in B flat played by the Zagreb Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by Richard Erdinger. And now for something completely different but equally exhilarating. This is Beethoven's De Glorike Aucklandblick Cantata 136, performed by the Westminster Abbey Choir and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by Hilary Davin-Wetton. was Beethoven's De Glorike Auchanblick Cantata 136 performed by the Westminster Abbey Choir and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by Hilary Davin Wetton? That was followed by A Charming Rarity, one of the vocal numbers from King Stephen, a stage work to which Beethoven wrote the accompanying music. It was performed by the Key Ensemble and the Turco-Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by Leif Sigestem. The latter part of the first decade of the 19th century was another productive period for Beethoven. He produced a number of major works, including his Violin Concerto, his 5th and 6th symphonies, and his Mass in C. He also premiered his Fantasia for Piano, Chorus and Orchestra, which in my opinion is not performed today as often as it deserves. If you think the opening of the chorus passage seems familiar, it was definitely a dry run for the Ninth symphony. This is wonderful, life-affirming music, and if it doesn't lift your spirits, and let's face it, we all need that, then nothing will. Beethoven's fantasy for piano, chorus, and orchestra. Hilary Davin Wetton conducted the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and the City of London Choir. Lynn McCauley was the pianist. With a string of hits behind him, Beethoven was the toast of Vienna, but his private life had become chaotic. He was drinking too much and was often involved in drunken arguments and brawls in taverns. His love life was a disaster, mainly because he pursued women who, in an age of strict social divisions, were above his station. He despised the aristocracy and famously remarked, There are thousands of princes, dukes and archdukes, but there is only one Beethoven. His antisocial behaviour led to him having to leave or be evicted from many of his apartments, which he often made into hovels. Rossini visited one of them and later roared in disgust. My God, you wouldn't put a rat in it. But Beethoven was a shrewd businessman and always struck a hard bargain. When Edinburgh music publisher George Thompson asked him to arrange a series of British and Irish folk songs, Beethoven refused until Thompson agreed to an eye-watering fee. Here are three of the Irish airs Beethoven set, beginning with one you will know. They were three Irish airs arranged by Beethoven, starting with the celebrated Last Rose of Summer from the poem by Thomas More. They were played by Patrick Galois Flute and Maria Prince Piano. To try to lift his spirits, Beethoven was fond of taking long walks in the countryside around Vienna. It's likely that these surroundings inspired one of his most lyrical works, the Symphony No. 6 in F Major, which has become known as The Pastoral. Beethoven gave each movement a title. We're going to hear the third movement, which he called Scenes by the Brook, and depicts the bubbling water and the sound of birds. Listen out for the sound of the cuckoo towards the end. That was the second movement of Beethoven's Symphony Number no. 6 in F Major, The Pastoral. It was played by the Slovak Radio Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Michael Halesh.
1: Would you like to win a top-of-the-range iPhone, totally designed for an older person? Adoro are leaders in offering phones with clearer sound and larger text. One that's protected if it falls, can alert someone if you do and gives your loved ones peace of mind. No worries, we've got it covered. Doro are dedicated to helping seniors live a better life. Everyone should have the opportunity to live a fulfilling life without compromises. Adoro help make ageing an independent, secure and rich part of life. After all, age is just a number. To win this iPhone, visit www.seniortimes.ie. To see the full range of Doro phones, visit www.doro.com. Doro phones gives loved ones peace of mind. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age? Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Senior Times.